Good morning, greetings, and blessings, saints of God. Welcome to another episode of Triple C Podcast, Cathedral Christian Church Online Podcast. Let's open with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for another opportunity, dear God, to open your word, to study your word, to digress into your word. It is our desire, God, that you be glorified, that we be edified, and that the devil be horrified, because we're still seeking your face. And according to Matthew 6 and 33, bless every podcast listener, dear God, that will get this download in this leak. And may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, my Lord, my strength, and my Redeemer. Bless every listening ear in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we greet you on another Sunday morning, January 21st, 2024. Uh, we want to look at John, St. John, amen, chapter 10. I'm going to read 19 through 27, a little lengthy, but it's got a purpose behind it. And then we're going to reference James chapter 1, verses 6 to 8. So let me go right into the word of God, and I'm reading from the King James Version of the Bible from John chapter 10, and I'm going to start at verse 19 and read on. And this is what the word of God says in John chapter 10, starting at verse 19. There was a division, therefore, again among the Jews for these saying, and many of them said, he hath a devil and is mad. Why hear ye him? Others said, these are not the words of him that have a devil. Can a devil open the eyes of the blind? Question mark. And it was at Jerusalem, the feast of the dedication, and it was winter. And Jesus walked in the temple in Solomon's porch. Then came the Jews round about him and he and said unto him, how long doest thou make us to doubt? If thou be the Christ, tell us plainly. Jesus answered them, I told you, and ye believe not. The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. But ye believe not, because ye are not of my sheep. As I said unto you, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My father, which gave them me, is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand. Let me go ahead and add verse 30. I and my father are one. Amen. And I'm going to try to paraphrase the majority because it's a little lengthy. Let's move over to James chapter 1, verses 6 to 8 as a reference. And this is what the word says. But let him ask in faith, not wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. May God bless us all, the readers, hearers, and doers of his word. That's an introductory. The scripture tells us that they were at Jerusalem and they were at the Feast of the Dedication, a.k.a. Hanukkah. As y'all hear in our modern culture, after Christmas, there's Hanukkah going on. So it's about the winter time, same time frame winter. So that's the backdrop for what we're going to talk about today. But today's podcast is titled, Listen to the Voice. 
Listen to the voice. And, and I'm not telling you something that, that, that I'm not trying to do and making sure I do myself. I realize it. The place was at Jerusalem, but the place is wherever you are. As I've told you in podcasts of early, there is not a spot where God is not. And wherever you are, God is. You got to understand that. If you believe as a Christian that you're alone, you already missed the mark. Jesus said through the word, I'll never leave thee nor forsake thee. You got to accept that in your heart and just believe it. That's why the whole journey that we walk is not a fleshly journey. It's not an earthly journey. It's a spiritual journey. I'm learning that. The older I get, the deeper I get in his word, the more I experience the dictates of society, the, 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 the shenanigans of people, the attributes of the world, the more I lean to Jesus and quit leaning to my own understanding, it's becoming clearer every day as long as I open my eyes and unclog my ears. I hope I can help somebody for just a few more moments this morning, just to kind of get your biblical bearing. You know, we talked about it from last Sunday on a couple of different topics. We talked about the things that we crack in the new year. God will do it again. We talked about catching the vision, not my vision. Let me be clear. Not my vision. My desire is, is that I support the vision of God. What is the vision of God? For whatever church you attend, I hope that you understand that paving parking lots and buying buses and cutting CDs and taking cruises with the clergymen and going on these conferences, that's not the vision. That's administration. That's administrative things at best. There's but one vision for the true church of Jesus Christ, that none should perish, but that all may come into the repentance and the saving knowledge that Jesus is. Let me go on record. No other religion teaches salvation and eternal life other than Christianity. Go back and study. Open your mind. Just don't say, well, I heard somebody say. Don't fall into the old preacher's cliche. That's modern day. Look to your neighbor and tell your neighbor to say. No, you go and do what Jesus said, for it is written. You've got to get into this Bible. You've got to take a daily bread. You've got to use the internet. You've got to search, get the Bible app. You've got to get a physical Bible. You need to get a Bible to help you understand. You need to go back and look at this word because that's the whole journey of Christianity. Church ain't about having a bunch of get-togethers and fellowships. They're great to have, but the whole purpose for the congregation to reconvene and gather is to get spiritually strengthened to go back out and spread the good news that Jesus Christ is wanting to save somebody's soul so that they won't be caught up and, and die and their body go to dust and their soul resides in hell that was created for the enemy who's Satan, who's Slewfoot. That's the whole purpose. But here we are. Let's come on fast forward. We beyond Hanukkah. We beyond the Feast of Dedication. We're beyond a Christmas as we celebrate, but we're in another Sunday trying to get ready and get right with God. What am I trying to tell you? That we need to practice listening. Many people here, did y'all not know there's a significant difference between hearing and listening? I'll give you an example. You could talk to your children about doing some chores. They heard you, but if they were listening, they would take action and go do what you tasked them to do. That's why you don't, if you got to repeat yourself more than three or four times, they heard you, but they weren't listening and paying attention. 
Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. So there's a few things God put in my spirit that I wanted to extract out, and I hope it'll help kind of put it in perspective this morning. So as we look at it, here it is, Jesus, his word, the things that we do, our prayers, our fellowship with God, they're vital, they're critical. Amen. I believe I've said throughout the podcast years, if you've been following me for any length of time, God through his word and the Holy Spirit has never promised us that we are exempt. We are going to be trouble free. We're never going to have a sick day in our life. We're never not going to go through anything. I believe I've, I've said it and I quote that I know that God has allowed us. And I want you to understand something. The Bible says that God will never tempt any man. God meaning Jesus, meaning the Holy Spirit. They will never tempt any man, but we have to understand God allows things to happen to strengthen us. Jesus said, I know the plans, Jeremiah 29 and 11. I know the plans I have for you is to prosper you, to make you better in paraphrase, not to bend you, break you, to destroy you. I came to build you up. Let me tell you this way and then I'll move on. I got a few things I want to extract and then we'll close. Why would God put forth his word to destroy you, but then turn around and say he's here to save you? That's a conflict and contradictory of his own word. You've heard me say it, and I've got to say it again this Sunday. John chapter 10, verse number 10. There is a thief. His whole mission is to kill and to steal and to destroy your spiritual relationship with God. But Jesus put that conjunction, that conjunction word, but I am come that they might have life and that life more abundantly. What life? The life after your acceptance of Jesus Christ, your conversion and your earthly walk with the spiritual appetite to get into this Bible, get into this word and know who God is. Amen. So as Jesus was here, he's talking to us. And I want you to go in your spiritual minds. We're spiritually at Jerusalem. We're at the Feast of the Dedication. And here we are. We're listening. We can't talk. We can only hear what the word says. And I'm going to go back in this Bible and I'm going to break it down. And then we will move on and close out with, with James 1, 6 to 8. As we look at, here's the first thing God put in my spirit. And I wanted to extract out to share with you. Verse 25. This is what he told me to put a caption on it. As a believer, to listen to the voice, you have to hear and believe. You got to hear and believe. You got to hear what he said, listen and believe. What does he say? Jesus answered them to those Jews. Put yourself where those Jews were. Jesus answered them. I told you and ye believed not. For every time he's allowed you to face something, he's told you to what? Believe. If you believe, you will receive. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be open unto you. But don't do like those Jews at the Hanukkah feast of the dedication did. This is, let me repeat it. And Jesus said, I told you and ye believe not. The works that I do, what? In my father's name. God the father, Abba, A-B-B-A, father. God reigner, ruler, and supreme, spiritual being. 
If you're looking for some type of earthly identification, you're not going to find it. This whole journey ain't got nothing to do with what your natural eyes see. This whole journey is based on the belief in the word. Go to John chapter one and read it. In the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God and the word became flesh and dwelt among those Jesus disciple walkers. And you believe like Thomas, you better than Thomas. You believe because you have not seen. I wish churches were teaching more of this than teaching about going to conferences and, and sowing seeds of profit and watching people buy mansions and buy, watching people buy compounds and watching people making movies and books and you don't benefit from none of that but then have the nerve and the audacity to tell the public world after they've gained some worldly status and they, they are part of it. I'm going to use this analogy. They are part of the go-along, get-along gang and here you are sowing into that go-along, get-along mentality and you can't reap none of those rewards. Why? Those rewards, I believe, are not of God the Father. Why? Because guess what? Jesus didn't say he was going to make anybody rich. He didn't say he was. That's a public service announcement while, while I'm moving along. So here's the first thing. you got to hear believe. you got to what? Listen to the voice. Back to the topic. So let me move on. The first thing is you got to hear and believe. Who are you listening to? Are you listening to the water cooler jargon? Are you listening to all the gossipers and the naysayers? Are you listening to the negative people who's trying to not get you to get close to God? Or are you listening to the people who are walking by their flesh and not by their faith? If you're walking by your flesh, guess what? If you always do what you always did, you will always get what you always got. If you walk by your mind and you walk by old wives' tales and you walk by rumors and gospels, amen, here you are. You're going to reap rumors and rewards of the gossipers, which is lies and more lies. If they mouth moving and they told a lie and they continue to tell a lie, you got to do what I told you. Do what we believe. If they, if they tell you, if they show you, you better believe them. Oh, y'all not going to believe me now, but I'm going to tell y'all something. Image ain't everything when it comes to the things of God. So the first thing is when you listen to the voice, you got to know whose voice you're listening to. Let me just drop this in your spirit while I'm driving by your street. There's many different voices in life trying to get your attention. But you better know the voice of Jesus. I'm going to get that out close. Here's what he says. So verse 25, hear and believe. Verses 26 and 27. Here's what he says. Believe ye not because ye are not of my sheep. Listen to that. That's key. Believe ye not because ye are not of my sheep. As I said unto you, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. You don't want to be that one that go through all of this hell in this earthly life, go through all of this misery, go through all of this sickness, you on the bed of affliction, you, you messed up in your mind, you dead, dry, and disconnected, get all the way to the name where your name should be called, when you hope that your name was in the last book of life, and get all the way to the gate and get denied interest because he says, depart from me, you worker of iniquity, I never knew you with your lying self. Here he says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them. Let me drop this in your spirit. He knows you because he made you. He know before you're going to start crying. 
He know when a miracle is coming your way. He know when you're going to dance without the choir or your hype man telling you to give God some praise. He, gonna, he knows when you're going to thank him and you're grateful. He knows when you walk around your house and you're not complaining. Here you are, got a roof, got a ceiling, got four walls, got air conditioning, got heat. Amen. You got a car to drive. You got a little money in your purse. You got a little money in your wallet. Amen, somebody. You're not in the hospital right now. You're not right there with the doctors trying to pronounce a diagnosis over you. You ought to tell God, thank you. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. The second thing is you have to know who you are. You've been listening to the wrong people all these years. They've been dictating how you ought to think, how you ought to be, how you ought to behave, how you ought to carry yourself. If it was me, this is what I'm telling you. If, if girl or do man, if it was me, man, you don't want to be, you don't be hit pet. You, 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 don't you let them punk you. You, you, you know, if it was me, this is what I would do. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I don't have to elaborate anymore. Y'all know those analogies. Here they are. They're forever going to be as long as we got a life in this human life. Those cliches will always exist, but that doesn't define you. That shouldn't make who you are. Don't let the world put a label on you as they did Jesus and threaten your spirituality and you believe them. Let me close this morning. The first thing is you got to hear and believe. The second thing is you got to know who you are. You have to understand your identity now. You were born of your mother. God rest her soul that she's gone on, but if she, if she birthed you but didn't keep you, you still was born of a woman other than Jesus. He was the only one. He was born of a woman, but that was a miracle birth. But you were born, amen, a human. Here you are. You've got to identify. Some people don't know because they're adopted until somebody tells them where they originated from, where they came from. You've been born again. When you've been born again, that only means that you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You confess with your mouth. You believe in your heart that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. And you know that your soul is being saved from the penalties of sin, hell, death, and the grave. When you understand that, you've got the biblical foundation of Christianity. Now, God wants to build up your Christian walk in this life, but you've got to deposit in your spirit, man. He has to hear the right tone and the right words of the word of God because that's the only diet that he eats that will strengthen him. Every time I fell short, it's because I did opposite of Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. I leaned to my own understanding. In all of my ways, I didn't acknowledge God. In all of my ways, I listened to the wrong voice. In all of my words, I was believing them jokers at the water cooler. And all of, all of the things I was going through, I was allowing my own mind to determine if I was going to live or die. See, in this life, Christian, there's two types of people. People, one that exist, and then those who live. Paul said to live is Christ, and to die is gain. But if you let this world tell you who you are, and you believe the world, then you will exist with those who perish every day. Why are you perishing in your mind? Why are you allowing the world to cause you to not listen to God? Why are you allowing those people who are not trying to get you to the next biblical level to keep 
depositing in your mind that's causing you. When it's drama, they call you. When it's negativity, they draw you in. They don't call you when it's peaceful just to tell you that I love you. They call you when something's going on. You ain't heard from them. But when there's drama, when there's chaos, when there's confusion, when there's calamity, that's when people want to talk. That's no different than the news media. The news media love drama. You think the orange man right now ain't causing media bliss around the world? This newsworthy. Oh, I ain't got to get into none of that, but it's real. And let me get ready to close. Here's the third thing. You got to believe God is greater than, and this is where I'll go over to uh, James chapter one, and then I just want to add this in. But as I read on down through verses uh, 28 to, to, to 30, here's what he says. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father which gave them me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. If you listen to the voice of Jesus and you decide to follow the biblical teachings of Jesus Christ, what have you lost? I've told agnostics, I've told atheists, I've told the negative Normans of the life. Here's the thing, you try to persuade me that God is not real, I don't have to listen to you, but just what if he's real? Hello, Holy Ghost, what have you lost to believe what I'm telling you? What have you uh, to gain? I'll tell you what you got to gain. Eternal life and peace and tranquility and a place that was not designed where the weeping and garnishing of teeth will reside. Hey, help us, Holy Ghost. Let me just drop one other thing in your spirit, amen, while I'm talking to you, to let you know where we are. When I thought about this, God took me to James chapter 1, and I've said it many a time. When we're listening to the voice of Jesus, you got to understand who you are, whose you are. you got to know who you are. But then he took me here. I think about us as people. We do a lot of different things. But this is what he said. He was talking to the 12 tribes of Israel. But I just want to focus on this, when, when, when how you think and believe. So verses 6 to 8 says, uh, But let him ask in faith, not wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. When you ask, you can't ask today and then not believe today. You can't ask tomorrow and not believe tomorrow. You can't ask God, get up from the table, and then your eyes see what the world show you, and then you quickly quake under what you see with your natural eyes. You are an army. You are in the army of the living God. You have to walk by faith. You got to believe God at his word. Then he says what? For let not that man think he shall receive anything of the Lord. Why would God honor your ask when your ask is not genuine? Why would God bless you when the things God is a miracle worker? God is able to do abundantly above all that we can ask or think because he is God. Go back and look at uh, Isaiah chapter 55. Read it. You will find in that passage of scripture that God said, my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. They're much higher than yours. Why? I designed you. I made you. I didn't give you all knowledge. I didn't give you all power. I didn't give you the ability to be everywhere at once. That's what's called a human deity. He's infinite. He's God. He's a spirit. Amen. Then he says, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Here's what we call double-minded people. Bipolar. Bipolar medically, many of us, I do believe, have symptoms 
of bipolarism in us. When we start to get jittery and to the point that we won't make up our mind, you're going to have to believe God at his word. Here's what some people said. God said it. I believe it. And that settles it. No, God said it. And that settles it. You've got the opportunity to believe it or not. I trust God at his word. I made up in my mind. I don't know all this stuff. I don't know people. I've been lied on. I've been ostracized. I ain't talking about the song. I'm talking about reality. I've been ridiculed. I've been misplaced. I've been misrepresented. I've been called different names that don't match who God made me and who God's making me. But yet I still had to just humble myself under the mighty hand of God. I've got to watch what God does and I got to trust him in spite of. We've all had our Shadrach, Meshach, and the Bendigo experiences. Oh, if I had a praying church and if I was in a public forum, I I believe that we've all had our Daniel in the lion den experiences. I believe that we've all had uh, the woman of the issue of blood for 12 long years experiences. Every time you go to the doctor with the symptoms of the same thing, you're no different than the woman that went to 12 different doctors and she gave all that she had, but yet she could not get healed by the medicine man's hand. She could not get healed by the hands of man. She had to get what? To Jesus. Jesus. When she got to Jesus, she had to press her way through the crowd. I'll get ready to close this way. When you hear the voice of Jesus calling you from in the midst of the crowd, when you hear the voice of Jesus out in the midst of the water, you've got to become a spiritual Peter, but don't do everything that Peter did. When Jesus says, I bid you to come unto me, he stepped out of the boat and began to walk on water. But then all of his haters, all of the liars, all of the backbiters begin to say, you don't lost your mind. You can't walk on water. You can't do that. He at that point began to take his eyes and his ears off of the voice of Jesus and he began to sink. What if the woman with an issue of blood were listening to the crowd and didn't press her way? What if? If Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego decided not to believe in their God, what if if the man that was in the lion's den did not believe that God would, would deliver him? What if if Jarius did not believe that God could heal his daughter? What if if Joseph didn't believe that God could save him from the hole? What if? The man that they lowered down from the roof and that God healed him. What if, if the man who was at the pool of Siloam didn't believe? What if, if the woman, amen, that didn't believe that he didn't pronounce sin on her? What if, if the one that came back didn't believe that God could heal him from leprosy? Oh, I close this morning by saying it this way. You got to know that God is greater. And if you just believe, I'm striving to believe. I've got to believe. I've not come all these years for God to fail me now. Why would I get all the way to the gate and do like Lot's wife and look back at the world? Look back because I'm more concerned about my bank account, my cars, my trucks, my money, my Roth IRA. I'm more concerned about my image, amen, than my spirit. Oh, God, help me. As I close this morning, I pray that you learn to listen to the voice of Jesus. You better 
know the voice of Jesus. And how do you get to know the voice of Jesus? Through prayer, through fasting, through seeking the word, through studying the word, talking to the Jesus, talking to the Holy Ghost, talking to God the Father. And as I close, you have to believe by faith that he is real. So as we close now, let's close on a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, as we learn to listen to your voice, Father God, block out all the white noise and let us hear the voice of Jesus clearly. Oh God, we troubled down here in this life. We're going through God. Some are on the bed of affliction. Some right now don't know whether they're going to live or die. Oh God, let them hear your voice. You're still in the miracle working business. You're still the one and the only wise God who reigns, rules, and super. Rules. It is our desire, God, that you, dear God, have your way in our life. Bless everybody that let this podcast resonate in their spirit. May it illuminate in their mind and may God it hold them up to know that you are God that shall not let us know defeat. In Jesus's mighty name, we pray. And I want you to go out by faith today. Walk by faith. Walk by your belief and know that God is. This is Tony with Triple C signing off. Be blessed. Until the next time, Triple C signing off. Good.